Hey there, Words by Winter People. It's Allison McGee, your host, coming to you from Southern California, where it's not always sunny, but it mostly is. It rained here a bunch in the last week, which as a northerner used to weather, actual weather, I love. The dust gets packed down, the canyons are easier to hike, everything looks rinsed and greener, even here in the bluffs and beach of this coastal desert. This is where I live in the winter, and every time something happens weather-wise, rain, fog, even the creepy Santa Ana winds, which I actually hate, I get bizarrely excited. Weather. Actual weather that is always changing, the way this girl the North is used to, is endlessly interesting. It adds a dimension to life that I notice, especially in its absence. So I am back from my twice yearly break, having given up on figuring out whether it's semi-annual or biannual. I'm a loser. I have done some contemplation about Words by Winter, our little podcast here. Do I keep going with it? Do I take a longer break? Do I space out the episodes more? I really love making this podcast, but you know what? It's not all that easy to make a podcast. It takes a lot of thought, reflection, time, even money. Just the way writing does, and writing is my everything, or my mostly everything. So what I think I will do is commit to a full episode once a month, along with a poetry snack once a month, and just see how that goes. Meanwhile, I have been thinking about a letter a listener named Esty. I'm calling her Esty because I like that name sent me a few months ago. I will read part of it to you below. Dear Allison, I'm going through a tough time. I work in a small program. And my supervisor, Lauren, is the person I have the most contact with. Lauren is a smart, driven, type A, take-no-prisoners woman who's been very successful in her work. In fact, I knew about her before I ever worked with her. So having the opportunity to work so closely with her feels like a privilege. I'm learning a lot about my field and about myself, which has been rewarding. However, Lauren is also tough. She can be abrasive and short. Sometimes I feel like I'm walking on eggshells when I meet with her. She's spoken badly about some of our colleagues to me, which worries me she's speaking behind my back too. The worst part is that working with her brings up my insecurities, particularly about not being smart enough. I always feel nervous around Lauren. I feel like everything that comes out of my mouth isn't smart enough. I feel like she's constantly rolling her eyes at what I say or do. I can almost see the eye roll when I read some of her emails, and I know these feelings are not helping me be my best self. I'm not thriving, and it makes me sad because I've been in working environments where I felt incredibly empowered and excited. I long to have that feeling with the supervisor. 
Can you share anything that can help me shake this awful feeling? Maybe you know of a poem that'll help me feel better about myself or not care so much about Lauren. I want to do well, but something about my supervisor makes me feel like I'll never feel confident enough to be my best self while I work with her. Ah! Reading Esty's letter made me crunch up in my chair. Oh, Lauren, 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 Lauren. In my mind, she's clicking down the hallway with an intent note, take no prisoner's gaze, mentally mowing down anyone who's in or who she thinks is in her way. Ugh. Esty's phrase, walking on eggshells, fills me with dread. As anyone who's ever been in an abusive situation knows, that is one of the main hallmarks of it. It's never the abuser. And if that feels like too strong a word, swap in manipulator. Who walks on eggshells, by the way? It's everyone they've cowed into believing that they're somehow more than everyone else's. This is the manipulator's classic, classic behavior. Why wouldn't Esty question herself? Why wouldn't she feel anxious, sad, worried? Especially because the office is so small, especially because Lauren's been talking about Esty's colleagues behind their backs, which again is what manipulators do when they want to exert their power, because you know that you could be next. I have so much sympathy for Esty. And empathy. What poem would be best for her? The last few lines of a poem by Gwendolyn Brooks that I've carried around inside me ever since I first read them popped into my mind. But when I sought out copyright permission, it was a little too spendy for me. Remember, I said the podcasts are not free. (laughs) So I kept thinking, somehow something in me wants a poem that is directed at as much at Lauren as Esty, a reminder that we're all beholden to each other, that we all carry the weight of each other's lives, that when one person's life is diminished, your life is also diminished. And then my friend Jinx. I actually have a friend Jinx. Yes, Paco. Yes, Paco. I actually have a friend named Jinx. I love her name. It's the coolest. Sent this poem to me by Alfred Grant Walton. I'm going to read you most of it. The World We Make with Alfred Grant Walton by Alfred Grant Walton. We make the world in which we live by what we gather and what we give, by our daily deeds and the things we say, by what we keep or we cast away. We make our world by the beauty we see in a skylark song or a lilac tree, in a butterfly's wing and the pale moon's rise and the wonder that lingers in midnight skies. We make our world by the life we lead, by the friends we have, by the books we read, by the pity we show in the hour of care, by the loads we lift and the love we share. We make our world by the goals we pursue, by the heights we seek and the higher view, 
by hopes and dreams that reach the sun and a will to fight till the heights are won. What is the place in which we dwell? A hut or a palace, a heaven or hell? We gather and scatter, we take and we give. We make our world, and there we live. This poem is for Esty to remind her that she is doing exactly right and exactly what she should be doing. It's also for Lauren that no matter what made her so insecure as a child that she now has to dominate everyone around her, her manipulation comes at the loss of her own humanity and that she's making life so much more difficult than it has to be for herself and for those around her. Alfred Grant Walton's lines to me are an admonition, a reminder a constant mantra that we reap what we sow, that we are each other's safe harbor, that we must take care of each other and look out for each other, that it's the most basic act of being human. That is it for today's show, my friends. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, please spread the word by sending the link to someone else who might give us a good rating if you're so inclined and if you can figure out how to do so. Apparently, Apple Podcasts is the... the uh, the most influencer of podcast influencers. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music by Kelly Krebs. Today's poem is The World We Make by Alfred Grant Walton. I searched and searched for how to obtain copyright permission, but I could not find any information. If someone knows, please let me know. Words by Winter is created, hosted, written, produced, funded... <laughs> and everything else by me, writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you're going through. I will go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through, the way that poems have been helping me since I was a little girl. Send me a voice memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com or drop me a line at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more info, go to allisonmcgee.com. Words by Winter conversations, reflections, poems about the passages of life. Because it's rough out there, people. Very, very rough. We have to help each other through. <laughs>